1: Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi-finals. all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Very pleased to welcome to the show uh, Gary Doyle. Gary uh, is on tour with uh, the Irish rugby team. He's part of the 42 uh, Gary, and uh, you're looking back and reviewing a, an Irish performance which from your point of view, I guess, wasn't up to standard and looking forward to uh, some kind of retribution this time round in Dunedin. And Gary, first of all, thank you very much uh, for joining the show. Welcome uh, to New Zealand, a belated welcome. Tell us about the 42. Tell us about the concept of, of this uh, interesting aspect of how you cover the game.
0: Yeah, so thanks for having us all. I me, and it's just, I have to say, um, you may not be as aware of how fascinated Irish people and particularly Irish rugby people are with New Zealand and with New Zealand rugby. Um, like the last six years, the fact that we've finally managed to get a win over the All Blacks in that time frame is just such a an area of pride uh, in Irish sport because you know in the 1990s with a fairly fairly rough time of it. Uh, we played. Between France, Scotland, the All Blacks, the Springboks and Australia, we played about thirty-seven tests, lost all thirty six sorry, lost thirty-six through one of those tests. So the fact that we've got a competitive team now is a big, big thing. And the fact that we're able to go to New Zealand and be treated with the kind of respect that we receive these days again is a massive, massive thing. So sorry, I have I have di- <laughs> diverted away from your original question there, Ian, but mm-hmm. I just want to get that in there just to give a bit of context. The forty-two is a is a sports website. It's been going about ten years or so. Um, the art of newspapers, newspaper sales has sort of died down in the last in the last fifteen years or so in Ireland. And alarming rate, like I'm a newspaper guy originally uh, and have been until the last two or three years. But uh, what we've noticed in the forty-two is that people have a real passion for sport in Ireland. And what's been really fascinating is uh, we see the numbers in each article, and the most popular sport uh, in terms of viewership is rugby, even though traditionally mm. rugby ranked fourth in terms of popular appeal in Ireland. So as a sport, it has grown enormously in the last couple of decades.
1: Fascinating. Absolutely fascinating. And great. Great for rugby, I might add. Uh, Gary, uh, when you walked away from Eden Park, what, what was your gut feel on that Irish performance?
0: I'm still trying to make my mind up about it, Ian, because, yes, the scoreline was emphatic. The There were a number of factors that really struck me in the face. Number one, the All Blacks' ruthlessness. When they see a chance, they take a chance. I don't think there's any other team in the world that is anywhere near as good at, as them at doing that. France are getting better. But to put it in context, Ian, in the six nations, Ireland conceded four tries. Between the 20th and 40th minutes of Saturday's test, Ireland conceded four tries. In the end, they conceded six. So k- credit to the All Blacks. Um, I know you're used to winning. I know your success rate, not just at Eden Park, but uh, across a century of, of good work, is phenomenal. In this country, am I right in thinking that only five teams have ever beaten you here? The, the Lions, Probably, British Yeah. Lions, yep. yeah. Springboks, Australia. So, you know... In that context, England as well and and uh, in that context, Ireland coming here, who said we had a right to win? I know we'd won three of the last five games, but one of those matches was in Chicago and most of the support there was Irish. Two of the games were in Dublin, really raucous atmosphere for those games. So when that happens, you tend to get... You tend to get more decisions than you normally would away from home. Um, But the big factor for me, last November when Ireland defeated New Zealand 29-20, everybody in the Irish team were getting 9 out of 10 marks, Ian. On Saturday, nobody was getting a 9 out of 10. And that was the difference. I think for Ireland to beat the All Blacks, everything has to go right. And on Saturday, so many things went wrong.
1: One of the things that surprisingly went wrong from our, our point of view is, uh, is the upfront, the scrum aspect of it. Now, uh, I understand uh, from the comments he made to me anyway, straight after the game, Andy Farrell Andy was far from happy with the way the scrum was officiated, and for that matter, the breakdown as well. But those were areas that we thought we would be under pressure that um, I think we clearly won.
0: You're completely right there. Um, if we take the scrum first, there's there's a couple of things here. Kean Healy has been, he's Ireland's most capped uh, prop. Kean is coming towards the end now. He's not the player that he used to be. He picked up the ankle injury in the Murray All Blacks game. So Andrew Porter had to go the full 80 minutes. So that's one issue. The second issue is that Porter started life as a loose head, moved five years ago to be a tight head and has moved back to be a loosey this year. So that's, that, he's had a lot to go on with. Factor number three, Ronan Kelleher is the normally starting hooker and is a fen- phenomenal scrummager. Like when you get the over the overhead images of, of a scrum, you just see Kelleher's shoulders moving and working and getting in position Look, I don't have a PhD in uh, in front in the in the dark arts of the front row, but from the coaches and the the former hookers and props that I've spoken to, their regard for Kelleher is huge. So, like Sheehan was probably Irish, Ireland's best player in Saturday, Ian, but he was mm. missing. Uh, and what what you're also missing. When, or sorry, he, but sorry, but Kelleher was missing. But what you're really lacking is the fact that you can start Kelleher and then bring Sheehan off the bench. And you can start Porter and bring Healy off the bench if he doesn't have an ankle injury. And then you've got the, the final factor, which is Tag Furlong, who has been probably Ireland's best player over the last six years. He's, been, he's had niggly injuries, in since February. Mm-hmm. And when you add all those together and you're coming up against a world-class team, and I know you say you may have had worries or doubts about the All Blacks front row, it's still the All Blacks. And, you know, I I can't emphasise enough how much respect stroke fear Irish rugby people have for your team.
1: Okay, let's uh, look at one one of the uh, articles I read you wrote. um, You wrote an article suggesting perhaps that the cavalry reinforcements are coming. Are they going to be enough? Are they going to be here in time um, for Dunedin as such? And and what about the prospects of uh, Johnny Sexton for Dunedin?
0: We will find out about Sexton sometime today. I think if he passes HIA 3, in, he will be startled he will be playing. Hmm. Uh, he's a very dogmatic individual. He's He he is driven to get Ireland to a World Cup final. Ireland are the only Tier 1 nation, with the exception of Italy, that have never been to a World Cup semi-final. Sexton has achieved everything in the game, bar a big World Cup. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, you could say the same about Irish rugby. Um, so hmm. he will want to play. He sees this. He's the captain of the team. This one of the intriguing things about this Irish team, Ian, there's so many really quiet, stroke-shy individuals in it. Um, so, therefore, there aren't that many natural leaders. So, take the likes of Robbie Henshaw. Really good player, good operator, achieved almost everything in the game, twice a British and Irish land, but a naturally shy person. And you, can't, you can't convert people from shyness into, you know, Bright and loud. They either are or they aren't. So you kind of need Sexton on the pitch in that regard. And we possibly need Connor Murray on the pitch in that regard as well. Peter O'Mahony started last... um, last Saturday and it was the first time he had started quite a while normally they start Jack Conan and play Caelan Doris at 6 but you need O'Mahony there because he's a natural leader remember Ian Henderson, the Ulster captain he had to go home with an injury so for, in that respect I think we'll go. We'll see Sexton start if he is available uh, in terms of the cavalry that are coming through they'll just support the team and maybe make the bench and be there for the Murray All Blacks game I don't think they're going to change the course of this uh, tour.
1: Gary, in essence um, if you look back on the, the 80 minutes of rugby that, that was played, uh, Ireland owned the first uh, 10 to 15 perhaps, lost heavily the the 20 before, prior to half time but uh, you could have been heartened by uh, the second half performance the way they talked about it in half time and came back out after half time so I mean the, the gap that seems to be there if you look at the scoreboard, perhaps is not there uh, in all essence
0: Yes and no but um, got- they have a really good habit Ian, of coming out after halftime. Like when they played against uh, the French in Paris, they were getting a bit of a beating in the first half. And the first ten minutes of the second half, they scored two converted tries. Again, they got the first try uh, on Saturday after a, a chasing experience in the second quarter. What does that tell you? It tells you they've got spirit. They've got a never. Give in attitude, which is admirable. The match finished with them camped on the All Blacks line. I think they lacked basically a bit of class to get across it. A bit more invention. I think there was an issue in attack. If you look back on Saturday, there were a few occasions when the bounce just didn't go Ireland's way. Um, now, look, the second try, the Reese intercept, that came when James Lowe slipped. Uh, came when... Sexton took his blow to the head, so he wasn't around to orchestrate things in the opposition 22. You look at the try, Sevea's first, it took a wicked bounce. he had two Irish players back covering, James Lowe and Keith Errors, but it, it bounced away to them and in into the hands of Sevea. There was a chip through from, yeah. from yeah. Sexton, and then the further it's to yeah. ring Rose's head. You had all those things together, and it's a different scoreline. But I say that with a huge caveat. I mean, that's life, that's rugby, that's you know, that's Mm. what Turin brings to you, brings challenges. And when the ball did bounce into Reese's hands, he had the wherewithal and the speed to get uh, to the under the sticks so i mean that's that's not luck that's skill that's brilliance i think what we saw on saturday was all black brilliance and i don't think they've got enough credit for what they did i think ireland are a pretty good team they're not as good as the all blacks i think they're in the next tier below the all blacks france and the Springboks. Um, but we just saw new zealand rugby at its attacking best on saturday and i think you should be fairly chuffed with what you did
1: Well, one of the other things, Gary. I mean, and you know, uh, you've you've been around rugby circles for a long time. Here we find ourselves uh, in a five-game tour. Uh, A lot of people would say in the past, forty players is ample. Surely you can get through five games with forty players. Uh, I used to go back in tours in the old days where they played twenty games and they wouldn't have forty players. They just uh, they were different Mm. back then. Have you had enough? Have you have have you had enough cover for bearing in mind that the two games? Uh, that you're playing outside the All Blacks. Of course, I like test matches anyway against the Murray All Blacks.
0: Yeah. No, we haven't had enough cover, evidently. <laughs> um, when you look at it, I think the Springboks have 43 players in camp for a home test series against Wales. Uh, to the best of my knowledge, the All Blacks have 36. And we came here with 40. Um, we've already had to fly out uh, a fourth hooker, Niles Ganel. Uh, there was... It was bordering on farce by the time that Michael Bent got the call on Saturday. Uh, the fifth choice, Lou said, because of the issues with Lachman's uh, head injury and uh, the fact that Finley Bealham got COVID. Um and also we had flown ed Burnout, but he his his airline uh, you know his flight got delayed in qatar so he wasn't able to get in into the country in time so no they should have brought uh, you know just four four hookers four loose heads four tight heads four scrum halves four out halves that's maybe they might have got away with three out halves because Kieran Frawley uh, is a 12 who can play 10 um, so no I think, the, I think they got it wrong in the numbers but I think the reason they did that Ian was because of the World Cup you mm-hmm. only bring 33 and they wanted to test themselves they wanted this to be the reference point that they could look back in a year's time and say, listen, you've dealt with bigger challenges, you can deal with this one. I think that's what they're thinking was.
1: Okay. Um, right. Dunedin this weekend, uh, Gary, of course, um, really a, a, a nice little rugby haven again from New Zealand, but a crowd half the size, and you know the conditions are going to be perfect, it's under the roof, uh, which suggests the All Blacks might just change gear and try and go up again in those conditions. Uh, I guess it's a case now of uh, avoiding those uh, areas of uh, where you missed out last time where attack became very quick defence and the transitioning wasn't perhaps quick enough. So those, I think, uh, are obvious issues staring Ireland in the face. Are they up for it, do you feel?
0: Definitely up for it. The spirit in the camp has been remarkable in spite of what happened in, on Saturday and what happened uh, against the Murray All Blacks in Hamilton. They They're really... The one thing that Andy Farrell gets right, sorry, he gets several things right, but the one thing he is exceptionally good at is judging the mood of a camp, getting the atmosphere right, getting the balance right between... Uh, serious preparation but also a bit of r and r a bit of down downtime so the mood is really good like you see them around town they're they're walking freely around they're they're not being uh, camped or sorry uh, interned in a camp there is a there's a really really good spurt my fear is what will happen in week three if you lose a on saturday and you know it's it's this has this has the look of a five-nil uh, tour about it. I mean, they are up against really good opposition. They don't have a, a gimme where they can get a, a morale boost and win. No match is easy, and they're playing they're playing teams who I don't think get as much credit down here as they should. For just from reading different different aspects, um, I'll tell you what. If you were, if we at Irish teams, have produced the the type of the type of rugby you guys produced uh, on Saturday, we'd be we'd be writing plays about it and, uh, and writing books about it because you've got some you've got some serious footballers there.
1: Gary Doyle, uh, love the 42, love the concept of it and uh, love the fact that rugby is getting such a healthy following And uh, Ireland. This team certainly uh, deserves it. Thanks so much for your time. Enjoyed in Eden, uh, and Wellington as you carry on around New Zealand. Um, uh, let's hope uh, from your point of view uh, you've got something to write and talk about uh, a little bit more positively next uh, Sunday morning. Thanks for your time, mate. Enjoy.
0: Ian, it's been a pleasure. Not just being the show, but it's been brilliant being here. It's been it's been a great tour so far from our perspective. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.